Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Game Forecast. This is week 42. I say that out loud because it's only just kind of recently hit me how we've been doing this for a really kind of long time now, right? I'm kind of... It's, mm-hmm. it's impressive. I, I keep doing that. I keep thinking like, man, it's going to be funny when we get to a year and that's like, that's like next month. It's not that far. <laughs> we did it like after Christmas, didn't we? Like we, yeah, just, we started yeah. it. So, but yeah, much, welcome, yeah, welcome back. Another week. We're going to get together and talk about what we played this week and all the new game stories that we found interesting. My name is Josh, aka Bottlerworks, and I'm here with Olive Meister, Will. Hello, my name is Olive Meister and or Will. And Quickwicks, Steve. Hi, my name is Steve, and it's November, so hide your nuts as they are coming uh, to take them away. <laughs> and Sam, Sammer. Uh, hi, I'm Sam. <laughs> you kind of blew your oh. one there, Steve, with the the uh in the middle. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I it, thought it was, it was a That was part of the joke. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was part of the joke. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll, I'll get let you it. Get... Nuts coming. I'll leave. I'll, I'll let you get one. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. God! Just let him let him get it out, and then he can be quiet for a bit. Actually, <laughs> actually, you know what? We'll, we'll start with uh, you today, Steve. What have you been playing this oh, week? God. Uh, well, not this week, but uh, I have been playing Jackbox games. Okay. More what... specifically, Jackbox 9. I was going to say, is there like a specific one I should be looking for? Uh, yeah, Jackbox 9 recently came out in October. Um, I played it two weeks ago, and then I'm probably going to be playing some more of it this Friday when I have another Discord's game night. But uh, yeah, the Jackbox, game, Jackbox games are very fun. I'm surprised that not everyone knows about them, because... So, it's just like the party game. Like I said, these are party games, aren't they? Yes. So usually, they bloody quid. <laughs> you know, they, they get on sale sometimes. But only, but only one person has to buy it, right? Yeah, only one person has to buy it, and they're like, there's nine packs at the moment, but not every pack is a banger. Um, usually, there's like, there's usually known to be like one or two duds per of the packs, but like you can kind of like piece together yeah. the good ones. But yeah, this is like the party game and i'm surprised more people don't know about it um, i think there's just this okay i know like we said one person buys it everyone can play yeah. it but it's like there are tons of these types of games just for free right like gartic yeah. phone and mm, just, yeah. uh, just, uh, just just the main one that i know but like well, Jackbox is known for a couple of staples, but like the idea behind this is that, like you have one person who has the game and they stream it like either to Discord, Twitch, or it's like in in person. Microsoft you have Teams. It on, like your TV. <laughs> yeah, and then everyone else is either using a browser or a mobile device, and you just kind of play these like very simple games, usually better with a drink or two in you. Um, and even now they've added because they know about uh, like Twitch and stuff. Um, they have added like audience mode, so even if you like fill filled with your eight players, you can have still like an audience participate as well, and like kind of like have a general vote for stuff. Um, Jackbox is, I think, known for like a couple of games. Like the big ones are Quiplash, um, where they have done like I think on Quiplash three is the highest at the moment. Yeah. Um, where that one is, they will give you a prompt, like they'll say a question, and then two people like will get that question, and they'll have to give the funniest answer and uh, the answer which you think most people are going to vote for so that one can lead to hilarity um and also fibbage uh which i think they're on fibbage for at the moment in jackbox 9 where it is they'll like give a question but they'll have like one they'll be like why is blank this or something and then you have to fill in the blank but you have to kind of give an answer that 
could be true where you're trying to get people to vote for that for your answer instead of the real answer that'll yeah. be in the mix of them um but yeah there's uh th- this jackbox 9 uh the latest one is very fun i think all all there's only one which was like kind of like iffy but like there was a, a game called quicksort which is you split into two teams actually and then you like this is i think that's a template game but you can play with less and uh you have to sort out things by chronological order so yeah it's the one that's on screen where it's like you have to put like um like all five of you have to kind of shout at each other while the other team is trying to like distract you yeah and put things in chronological the best chronological order that you can okay yeah so it is very it's very crazy uh that one was kind of fun uh nonsensory um is a game where it involves sort of like some of it is drawing so every jackbox game has a drawing game i think the drawing one's always my favorite compared to like the, like, yeah, the you, some, some of them are like this one was it kind of you had to like it would be like what where does this picture lie between wizard and snake and it would be like you'd have to kind of guess uh like like everyone else who wouldn't draw the picture would have to guess like oh is this like a 10 wizard or yeah. like is it 10 snake or is it somewhere like in between you have to guess based on the drawing um one of the ones that i had the most fun with was rumorang which was like a um like big brother it was like a uh reality tv show where there's five of you and uh, sorry eight of you yeah and you can you kind of all have a it's like gives you a personality in game but you can also just you know be yourselves and uh you kind of give the funniest answer and vote people out of the house and it's it's a oh, lot okay. of that's, that's, <laughs> a that lot sounds of quite fun. fun um the one that i think everyone else enjoyed though was junktopia where it was kind of like the antiques roadshow where you get given a piece of junk or like you know like a, a random object and you have to kind of sell it back to the room and make it as hilarious as possible. Which again, this is best when you're like a little bit yeah, tipsy. Yeah. I was gonna say also, um, these these are these are like drinking games. Yes, as far uh, as I'm concerned. I do I have a few. Say, when you're done, I have a few questions about. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, from. I think what's uh, two of the. I was gonna just special shout out to two of my favorite drawing games, which are from Seven. There's Champed Up, which um, you will draw like a champion or something. So it'll be like champion of peeing while standing up and then someone else will <laughs> will will get like the uh not the prompt that you see they'll see like whatever you draw and then they have to draw something in return but they don't see like the champion of peeing standing up so say you you draw your man accidentally with big feet it could be they'll do someone with bigger feet being like this is the bigger foot you know so it's yeah, a bit yeah. weird and i think uh a favorite is tko from uh jackbox free which is you just draw random shit to put on a t-shirt and then random catchphrases and it's just crazy and then you can actually order those t-shirts after if you like oh really <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's yeah pretty good. yeah i've heard about that one so my question so, yeah. my question for you for this mm-hmm. is if you are new to these sorts of games and it sounds interesting right mm-hmm. is there any particular reason to buy number nine for 25 quid Compared to what I assume are a lot cheaper, the others do go on sale pretty often. Like 
the, yeah. like when nine came out, all the others went on sale. Like generally, depending on how well they are, it. I would say do a little bit of research and see what people say. Like apparently, five and six aren't that well liked. There's oh my like god, they're all games. twenty quid. Yeah, yeah, usually, but like, like I said, they go on sale. <laughs> like they'll be on sale for like between like five to eight pounds okay, okay. sometimes. Um, but yeah, I I think I own how many do I own? I own the original is only nineteen, so. There yeah, I own two, three, four, seven, eight, and nine. <laughs> but two, that's four, I, seven, I, eight, nine. <laughs> yeah, that's because I um uh every two weeks I will run a Discord like games night and yeah. it's you know so I'm like ah oh, mix it up, not do the same. I'd like to. Um, uh, I'd have to join one like I've never played. I don't think I've specifically played a Jackbox game. I think I've played like like say like Gartic Phone and this that, and the other. But yeah, as I said, they're just a lot of fun. There's not a particularly. I think like. Two and three are known pretty as like some of the best ones. Maybe eight as well. Now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, there's not a particularly good one to like be like. This is a starter pack. There is like an actual starter pack with a couple like of them in. Yeah. But it's it's kind of weird. I would like for them to do it where instead of like doing a new pack, be like, oh, just have Jackbox the game and you buy each game as a DLC. It almost. Feel, yeah. It almost feels like. This, if you're up to you're up to what nine now, yeah. there should be like some kind of hub game that just contains yeah. everything. Because you, if you, if you, you had what you had like five different versions, right? Six, six. If it feels a bit silly, do I assume having to like exit and reboot it each yeah, individual it one? It does feel a bit silly for if you want to switch out, but it's it's not too bad. It's like yeah. very quick to load, very quick to just get people in. It it is kind of weird. I guess they because it's bigger releases instead of just putting out like one game at a time. But it is kind of funny yeah. how there's always like when you ask anyone about any jack, they're like, "Oh, how's how's the new Jackbox?" And they're like, "This game is really good, and this game is really bad, and the others are kind of like, okay." It's <laughs> yeah. like you have to you have to buy just the one pack for each good game sort of thing. Yeah, that's, like. that's what I think five and six are. Like, there's like one game and the rest are a bit meh, whereas everyone else, I've I've done the research and been like, which games are good? Because like, um, for my birthday last year, I streamed some Jackbox and I made sure to do like research of like, what games, which of these are going to be good for stream? <laughs> because yeah. like, uh, some of them are, you can play with like anyone and it you can have a good time, but some of them are you need to kind of know the people you're playing with to get the most out of them. Can you um can you play these on your own? No, it's definitely you need it says between 2 to 8 but you generally want more people. Yeah, so you, so you you definitely need someone to play with. You can't just boot it and play against AI or No, something. no, yeah. You the what the uh, the 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 you could there, there's no ai yeah it would have to be you boot it go onto your twitch and be like anyone's allowed to join put the code on stream and yeah. pray that no one says the n-word in one of their answers <laughs> well the, the reason i ask that is because not everyone has like a, a twitch stream or you know yeah a discord where you can just hop in and be like let's all play it's just like it's for yeah us. it's not a game again but then you don't need everyone to own the you know you just yeah make friends with someone who's got the box pack just make again, friends like, forehead Again, I'm doing a uh, games night on Friday. I usually get like a couple of people that I'm like, oh, I know like you and you and you are going to be a good time. And then I'm like, anyone else is welcome to join. And if there's overfill, you can come join as an audience member, you know? Yeah. And it's okay. always a good time. So you've done one session of this? 
I've done oh for I've done two I've done one of Jackbox Nine and then previous one we did like a mix of the Jackbox games and uh what else did we do? We did we did we've I've done two more other games nights but I can't remember what games we Oh yeah. we did Among Us Night and um we did in silence, but I stream that one. Usually I'd say I don't stream these on Twitch because I'm like, then we can be a little bit more inappropriate with our answers. Yeah, you can be more sexist than racist, Steve. It's okay, you can... Admit. No, 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 no. <laughs> sexist maybe, but not racist. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. You know, you don't have to be a... Be yeah. a, you know, as PC as you would on Twitch. I, or I, I like these games. I do think they're really good. Twenty five quid, even as even though it's one purchase, twenty five quid is yeah, it's very steep. It's very. Steep. I wasn't even aware there was multiple Jackbox. I thought there was just one. I can't believe there's nine already. <laughs> well, apparently, yeah. apparently, they release every year on October. So apparently, it's been going for nine years. I knew I'd get the money's worth out of it because I do Discord game night yeah. every every yeah. two weeks. So it is it is nice to have a multiplayer game where you don't have to. It's like you know when I was trying to get you guys to play GTFO, and it's like mm. yeah, play it with me, and it's like you know, I don't... yeah, <laughs> twenty That's quid, hundred and twenty like... quid worth of games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like um, the missed opportunity for a lot of games these days. Well, even if it's not like the full game, but it's just like we understand that these games are best co-op. So say for like oh, G- yeah. GTFO, it's like, if you buy it, you can let your friends play it with you for like two hours. The perfect uh, game that did this as well, right? Yeah. Nintendo DS. Oh, I know it's going. The fucking Mario yeah, game. so good. <laughs> you could play with your friends, they didn't even need to fucking have the game, it was great. Mario Kart, let's go. Like, Mario World? Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, Mario Kart on DS was insane. One person owned it, and it was just like, yeah, up to eight people can now just play together. You're all yeah. shy guys, but that's not even a downside, because shy yeah. guy's fucking shy awesome. Shy guy's fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a bit like even like um, <laughs> it takes two. Uh, you only need one person to own that game, or like get it on Game Pass. That's true. <laughs> but yeah. then uh, they'd give you the free. Yeah, I think there's a lot more games where it's like if it if it has to be played multiplayer, they're more generous with like your friends can play for free usually. Yeah, I, I, like I said, not even always for free if it's a full price game, right? But it's like oh, yeah. Just, just a chance to try and convince <laughs> your well, friends. It's like if we if we could do that first level or first couple levels, right, in GTFO. Yeah. If you could buy yeah. one copy and be like, let's try that, you know, I'll eat the cost. I don't mind paying 20 quid. Let's try this out for an evening. I think yeah. that would be a good, the, the a game really should, good idea. Yeah. It's not even like, um, say, one person has to buy it for you to then do that. This, I, I like the idea of, I suppose I'm just describing a demo, really. Games should, should get more demos. <laughs> I just realised yeah. I, I, I was about to... demos, not yeah. betas, which every, some... every game does now. So, like, oh, demo the game for us. It's yeah. like, no, that's a fucking beta. It's not yeah. finished yet. No, I was going to say, like, oh, yeah, GTFO should have some kind of starter edition, and you should get, like, one level for free. So you see if you like it, I was like, hang on a minute. No, no, that's, I'm literally just describing a demo. Some kind of limited time preview, I, you know? I think Maybe this is more game, but... I, I think this is also where Game Pass shines, because everyone... It's like it's so cheap, and everyone yeah. just has Game Pass, so it's great for multiplayer games. It's yeah. still weird to talk about Game Pass for me because I'm like, it should not be that cheap. 
It's not, it's, soon it won't yeah, be. It won't it's not, be much longer. Not, yeah. Someone in that company is knocking down doors going, why the fuck can't we charge him properly for this? Yeah. And someone else is going, <laughs> oh, well, we've done it for this long. May as well just go for a bit longer, really. It's, it's, a, it's a really like slippery slope, right? Because it's, it's priced where it is, and it is a good price for what you get. But then as soon as you make it more expensive, it doesn't matter if they have good content, you're suddenly, you yeah. cost more than other subscription service even if you're way Realistically, better you cost every more. week we're going and it's on game pass and it's on game pass yeah. so if game pass was 10 quid a month you're still getting a good bang for your buck as much as it hurts me to admit it that's probably what it will be what is it now it's currently like eight quid i think for basic i say basic yeah. but that's just like uh, just pc um and it, they were talking about as of some point next year it's gonna go up in price, yeah. so that will happen. Yeah, it's got to to be sustainable. I'm sorry, but it yeah. has to. Do you have any final words on uh, Jackbox, Stephen? Um, no, just like if you're curious, you can come on Friday, and uh, even if you don't like, even if you don't want to chat, like just come and watch, and you can enjoy in the yeah. Leave a um, drop an invite to your Discord in the comments on YouTube after this, just because. I don't know. Just, just I don't know. In case someone's listening, wants to join. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll go. We'll go on to Sam. And what have you been doing this week, Sam? World of War. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't. I, no, Sam, I can't do it again. <laughs> I have been playing probably like this is now my game of the year. Oh wow! This game that I've played and is probably an easy sell to Will and Erin. Hello. Um, and they've played Vampire Survivors already. Right. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> So, first of all, it's a city builder, right? It's called Against the Storm. Okay. But it's also a roguelike in the sense that you don't just, like, you know, in a city builder, you have your buildings and then you slowly, like, tech up over time and have access to everything. Yeah. In this, you have very, like, essential buildings, like, build a house and build a woodcutter's, like, camp and whatnot Mm -hmm. and then everything else you get about through a level you get about seven uh seven level ups i guess where you get to pick one building that you can now forever build for this level right Mm -hmm. so it's like okay you can now build a carpenter's tent so now you can turn wood into planks you can now build a church, so now your people are happier, for example. Mm-hmm. And the the whole premise is you are building... You're trying to level up your town enough for for your main city and branch out to, like, explore the, the nether, the whatever you want to call it, the void. Okay, yeah. And then each... Like, building session probably ends up being about an hour and a half max because you have either lost or you have won. And the Mm. whole point is it's little bite sized chunks of city building. Right. So it's not like you're just building and building, and then six hours later you're like, oh, well, that was a fun experience. (laughs) And then, like, uh, so it's showing, like, on there, on the uh, visuals right now, it looked a little Civ like. Mm-hmm. Basically, you build your encampments, 
and then that allows you to because you built one you can now see more of the fog of war and you're trying to basically spread out and then after building four or five encampments the entire map gets wiped oh, and okay. then you go back to the volcano which is where all of your people live and then you have to spread out and do it again and the entire map has changed Right. And you have to slowly upgrade your main city, getting resources, doing all of these small cities. I was going to say, is that is is that like the uh, post small city like meta game to upgrade some sort of big city? Yeah, yeah. So the, the big city upgrading is more like um, uh, what's it called? It's like uh, darkest dungeon. We are upgrading like taverns. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. No, it's a very good way to. But you're you're getting those like portraits and gold. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's it's Dark Dungeon is actually a very good comparison. Except instead of going out and venturing into dungeons, you're literally building a city as swiftly as possible. That sounds cool. And it it goes by so quickly. And I've not been brave enough to go past like this. The like the normal difficulty because it's the further away you are from your your volcano home, the harder it is, mm-hmm. and it's already kicking my ass <laughs> because it, it does that thing where my issue in city builders is you get to a point where you stabilize and so now it just kind of runs itself and you just yeah. kind of watch it go. Yeah, you yeah. never get that because by the time you stabilized, you've won. Time to move on to the next one. Yeah. And start, so you, and start okay. the process all over again. You never thing. get to that comfy bit. And the best thing is there's four races that like consist in this game. They all have their like bonuses and everything. You have the standard humans that are good with herbs and alcohol. You have beavers. <laughs> That's us. Yeah, that sounds yeah. like us. Yeah. <laughs> you have beavers, which are really good at uh, dealing with anything that involves wood and engineering. Uh, you get lizard men, which are good at dealing with like meat and any kind of like heat or warmth based buildings, right. and then like co- uh, cooking stations and stuff like that. And then you have harpies, which are really good with like alchemy and cloth. And you can only have three races, and you don't get to pick. Oh, okay. So uh, you yeah. go in, again. You go in, and it's very like, oh, what am I gonna get for this run? Because you don't really. Oh, know. I see. You get oh it, you you are building all these races together. It's not you're not picking a race. You don't pick or choose. It's, have them, oh, have them I see, I see, yeah. I see. Beavers and harpies, and you could be. I've got beavers <laughs> and I've got no wood production buildings, so I can't really make use of that. It's so like sometimes you can just get that happens, and then yeah. you're like, okay, well I need to. Like, not pivot, but focus on, well, I'm not getting that, so let's focus on the fact that I've got harpies, what are their strengths? Like, you have to... Because you get such a small amount of choice with what buildings you have for that section, you have to really be like, right, what can I craft? What can I gather? What can I do? So what's the kind of of threats while you're in in the building bit is there is it like is there rt is it rts is it tower no, defense no, no it's it so it's neither kind of it's it's a normal city builder but you start basically encircled by trees yeah and then there are little they're called glades and they're little pockets of fog of war yeah you can see them in these you, images 
once you knock chop down the trees to get to them they're no longer fog of war you now see that entire small pocket of area okay oh okay like a new room in a roguelike yeah. okay yeah. i see and it's there are small ones and then there are big ones which get a big nasty icon that says dangerous glade <laughs> or forbidden glaive and what can happen in there is in the icons you can get like a giant beaver that if uh sorry not a beaver a mole giant mole oh that was in the trailer and, i was just had on the yeah, screen if you leave him alone he'll he'll just like burrow towards your town and destroy it or you'll, oh, okay. you'll get some like crazy here it is here it is, here it is. <clears throat> yeah you'll get some crazy uh pot that's like been magically enchanted that just slowly degrades all your food into nothingness so right. you have to like send your people out and you have to have certain resources to go and deal with them but then once you have dealt with them you get like massive bonuses like mm. you can get oh, the experience cool. to level up to finish quicker or you can get rare resources that you can use in your main camp once you're finished so like you balance this like do I want the resources for my hometown or am I having a bit of a bad run do I just kind of need to all in on just trying to finish it yeah. so that I don't fail, which oh, I have okay. had to do, because I, I had one run where I couldn't provide food for my people <laughs> so a trader came in, I sold everything, bought all the food, and then just went, right, every little node on the map that I can that says gives EXP, I just went, give me all the EXP, and I hope I can win, because if I can't, I lose because <laughs> <laughs> I just weren't, I wasn't finding food nodes that I could gather from because I had only chosen, like, one food building of the, like, five. Because yeah. I was like, oh, I see, I see. fine. <laughs> I got super greedy, and I almost got... Well, I didn't get punished, <laughs> but I survived. So, oh, so, so you, you lose, because... Sorry, Cam. Yeah, this, this game is polished enough that, like... like I, I've not had any bugs or anything like that, and the game just runs smooth. Yes. I just like, th this game could just say released... And I would be more than happy with it. Yeah, it's got, it's got like a cool roadmap here, and it says like a new species, new events, new perks. Yeah. Twitch integration, there you go. That'd be cool. And this is yeah, your yeah. this is your game of the year. This game has impressed me that much, just because I love city builders. But I always get to the point of like it's normally about hour three, but even then I still keep playing. But like you're in no danger. You have succeeded. Yeah. yeah. And you're just letting it run and seeing how magnificent it can get. Yeah. And that, that is good for some people. I know some people enjoy that, but this gives you that like you're building for a reason. You're constantly on the clock. Cause as each minute passes as well, a giant red bar is just filling up. Yeah. And the red bar decreases as you get experience to level up. So it's not like it's like, oh, in an hour you lose. But, like, in an hour, if you've made no progress, you will lose. Yeah. But you can right, easily yeah, delay yeah. it, but it's it's always there. You always have a constant threat that you're like, am I managing this? If I am, okay, I can afford to try and go out and venture to get more of those resources that yeah. my, main, my main settlement needs. I really oh, like the art style. That's pretty good. I like the art it style. It reminds me of... Yeah, I was going to say, it reminds me of um, Warcraft. I was going to say uh, a mixture of Warcraft and also, like, uh, very early League of Legends. Yeah. Oh, that's such that. a good shout. Yeah, I can see that, actually. But, um, yeah, no, this this game is... 
it's one of those weird ones where it says it's got enough content that I'm like, if they said this was a full release, I'd be more than happy with it. Yeah, you don't get that very often with early access games. (laughs) I'm still playing it. I'm still leveling up and unlocking new things. And I've, I've not ever hit a point where it's like, oh, this is for something else they haven't implemented yet. Or, oh, this doesn't really (laughs) work too well. You you haven't hit the like image not found. Uh, Like, what are you doing here? Developer message yet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was what I had with uh, Darkest Dungeon Two. Yeah, where I finished the the, like the first thing, and it was like, yeah, Yeah. well, that's kind of where it is. So see you later. Yeah, good, good job. Come back in a year. Yeah, 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 I got there too. So it's so you said it's roguelike. Is is there an ending that you're working towards? Is there like an ending in the distance that you can see that you're working towards? I don't. I don't know if there's like credits yet. Yeah, I, yeah. So I haven't got that far. There could be, but I've I've done five settlements and then the map wiped and then I've done another five. And you you can get more if you complete your settlements fast enough. You can venture out with more settlements. Yeah. So it does like oh you, you were too slow. You only managed four settlements this time, and I I think it's supposed to get harder. So maybe. It, it could be go until you lose or go until you fully upgrade your town. Yeah. I, yeah, I haven't yeah. hit that point yet, and I, I'm not quite close to that point, I don't think. But I'm I'm heavily enjoying it. It's really good. Sounds very interesting. Mm. I'm not normally into these sorts of games, but I like the idea. Yeah, the, the roguelike really... The roguelike can really ruin a game, but it can really add this just unique feature to a game that you didn't think it would work with. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a city builder is normally a very set in stone genre. Every city builder is virtually the same, no matter how much you try to sugarcoat it. Really. Yeah. yeah, me and Erin were talking about this recently, where she keeps she loves city builders and city management, but she's like, but I buy all these, and then they're kind of all the same. Where it's like yeah. you have a couple goes where you're learning how to do it, and then but then once you've got it, you've got it, and it's just. You just sort of you expand. It's like you, you know, Erin starts yeah. building for fun and making her own challenges and stuff because it's like yeah. there's no, it's not challenging anymore. So yeah. this, yeah, if that solves that, this could be really cool. I've, how, I much, how, much the, how much is this? Fifteen pounds. Uh, Fifteen twenty nine currently for another. Was that twenty hours? Twenty yeah. hours. Yeah. I mean, it's only <laughs> so get it now. Sent off. So it's yeah, it's only saving quid saving, saving you a couple of quid. It's not that. <laughs> yeah. Sounds really cool though. Yeah. No, d- this game's yeah. fantastic. So or it's on sale now, but it could come to Game Pass. Shut up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> you shill. <laughs> I was um I was like, oh, uh where have I Against the Storm, I recognize that name. Where have I heard that before? And it's because I saw it on Keymailer and I requested a key for it <laughs> like Oops. a couple weeks back. I remember doing it. <laughs> not yes. not the not the best name. I don't think, but it's a yeah. like city builder. Like, what are you gonna do? I was gonna say the yeah. it, the, the name does with... not hint to the game at all. Well, the whole point is a, uh, there is a storm that completely wipes yeah. everything out. Yeah, but like if I hear against the storm game, I'm not I'm not thinking a city builder. What do you? Th- okay, I was this, thinking this, like this... tower defense. Well, yeah, I was thinking more of like a. Uh, like, I, like a MOBA. It makes me think of Heroes of the Storm. Yeah, it makes me think of a MOBA. It's just, it's just got Storm in its name, and I can't <laughs> help it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's cool, yeah, though. That's yeah, yeah no, it's, it's great. It's great. Sick. Fully endorsed by Sam. Game of the Year. 
I, I'm sure it'll probably be in Jeff Keighley's uh, I, Game of the Year awards in a, in a, in a month. Ah, uh, it's early access though. Before, so oh, yeah. I would ever find another city builder that like because we even had Two Point Campus. Yes. Right? Yeah. 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 Another like city builder. But even I fell off that quite quickly because again, it's like, oh, it's it's just the same as a city builder I played, albeit it was two point hospital, but yeah. there was nothing new, it was just the same game again. I feel like now that two point campus came out and was so similar to hospital, I feel like we're gonna see that game in about six more skins before it's done. Yeah. You know, you know what yeah. I mean? You're gonna get like Oh like Two point space station, two, two point zoo. Yeah, two yeah, two point yeah. two point football stadium. Two point Jurassic Park. Yeah, just, <laughs> you can see it a million. What's the, okay, what's the best? Okay, predictions. What's the next two point game we see? Uh, two uh, point Asda. Two point game dev studio. <laughs> That's a yeah, good one. Yeah, like some sort of um, two point tycoon, like rollercoaster tycoon sort of thing. Two point coaster. Two point theme park. That's a really good idea. No, no, it's going to be three point. Oh, you're gonna, go, gonna level up <laughs> <laughs> the, the sequel that no one asked for. <laughs> I'm gonna, I think it's gonna be two point Parliament, and you have to run a house. Of oh, Parliament. that would be fun. Yeah. Oh my God, That'd be that too hard. Be Shit's always changing every two seconds. Overthrow the monarchy. <laughs> two point monarchy. Let's. We'll chuck the ball along. Then, what have you been playing, Will? I have played a couple games this week uh one i haven't played an awful lot of um and another i fully finished all in about a weekend um which would you like to hear first marvel snap (laughs) is one of the marvel snaps (laughs) neither of them are marvel snap finished every single quest on marvel snap yes and i'm done with the battle pass as well yeah like hours to go do which one yeah do what one naturally flows better for you what do you want to talk about first Okay, well, I guess I'll talk about Hell is Others, which is a brand new take on the extraction shooter, the, the you know, what's the word? Extraction shooter. Extraction shooter. Yeah, yeah, but what, what, the brand new genre. genre? What's, the, yeah. what's the word? The booming genre, extraction shooter. Category. Yeah, just yeah. trendy. Trend, <laughs> trending new genre. Trend, yeah, I guess the hot new, yeah, trending genre extraction shooter. So this is like, I watched uh, a friend of mine play it a little bit, and it was I was like, oh, top-down Tarkov. That, that checks yeah. out. That makes sense. And it kind of is. And then in some ways, it's so fucking weird that it's like endearing, and it makes me really want to play and see more of what it's got to offer. Because it's like, um, so in Tarkov, it's like a Russian you know, alleyway, right? That's the setting. Yeah. And you have to, it's all about mod. This one is like, you're in a sort of art deco hotel in your room and the all of your like room is customizable and all of it gives different buffs. So you'll be like, I fancy putting a sofa here and the sofa gives you minus pistol recoil, you know? And you're like, <laughs> all right, that's pretty cool. I like that. And that's then um, the hook is... So it's so it's pretty it's a pretty set up like a extraction shooter. You go into a city, you're there with other players. You have objectives to do in the map, and there's other players trying to do their objectives. Um, at any point, you can leave uh, through an elevator, and sometimes players stop. You know, you interact with players, you, yeah. you kill each other basically. 
Uh, and there's a bunch of PvE monsters that are also running around, and you can you can fight. And are they the weird like ghosts and stuff? things? Yes, yeah. Um, but the hook is you wake up in your hotel room and somebody's left a bonsai tree at your door, and every day you have to feed your bonsai tree blood. <laughs> And everybody is fine with this. <laughs> yeah. This seems it's like a completely normal thing in this world. And then after another couple of days, a big crack in your wall opens up and that starts talking to you as if it knows you. And everybody also <laughs> seems fine with this. <laughs> and then you go and talk to the janitor who has a rabbit's head and you ask him to get rid of it. And he's like, oh, yeah, whatever. I'll call the maintenance guy. Like, you know, trying to fob you off. He's like a classic landlord uh, yeah. kind of guy. Um, and it's just, I'm just like, at any moment, I'm just like, right, what is happening? I don't understand what is happening. This is nuts. And it's like so weird. It's, it, I just want to see what else it has to offer. You know, I want to see where this is all going. It reminds me so much of Hotline Miami in multiple ways in that like, it's top-down shooter. The Hotline Miami story got a bit weird as well with like talking animal yeah. masks and like weird shit yeah, like yeah. that. And it feels like kind of meta almost. Yeah. Um, the thing that's throwing me with this game is it's like a PvP extraction shooter, but the there's like indie, like very indie feeling PvE, like you know, not PvE even. There's like game in there as well, like with weird story. And like you don't usually get that with extraction shooters it's usually go in get your stuff well, there's get not out. a lot of yeah, extraction yeah. shooters that exist it's yeah. like it's like it it you... feels yeah this this feels like uh it's like a third phase extraction shooter where everyone's we've the, the formula's been settled right and we're all getting a bit weird with it yeah um mm. like now you know now that's like oh it's it's battle royale except it's melee only and yeah. stuff like that it's like but, yeah and this like... is just comes out of nowhere like no i'm just gonna make it about plants that grow bullets oh i didn't mention that um all of the plants grow you, all of the bullets you harvest from plants and everyone's fine with that too um but yeah, it's yeah just like, so here's, this has just come out of nowhere yeah yeah here's an extraction shooter that also has like a cool weird story it's like well that's not like extraction shooters but it's like why can't that be like extraction shooters why can't yeah. they have these cool weird I, overarching plots i think though Unfortunately, I don't think this game is doing so hot with the numbers. I did hear, I heard that. Yeah, I heard that and from. For me, it's because well, when I first saw it, I was like, "What is this? This is you know." And I think the PVE parts might be well, not not even the PVE parts, like the the story parts might be confusing people about like I assume the PVP is the main part of the game, like the extraction shooter part is the main part of the game. Do, do, do you think it like detracts from that, or do you think it like adds to it? Can you like finish the story and then do you just like start again, or like that's the thing? Is it, it it's confusing as to what it is? That's yeah, I, I'll I'll agree with that. As someone that hasn't played this, looking through these screenshots and watching these trailers, it is hard to tell what it actually is. Um, that's fair. That is fair. I love the way it looks. I absolutely love. This pixel art yeah, style, yeah, um, it's cool as well, and it, it does it does some fun stuff with the with the PvP where you you are this guy, you're playing as this guy, but everybody is playing with as this guy. Yeah, but when you're in the city, all the other players look like humanoid versions of the monsters that you see. Yeah, and it kind of it kind of plays around with that, where it's you you, you know as you're out hunting characters, it's the the wall will be saying stuff, you know, like oh are you are you actually the hunter out there or are you just 
pray for yeah. someone else and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 really cool. I think you're right. I think there's a problem with people not knowing what this is, and I think it might struggle for that. But I still, but I also feel like this is it has potential. Like if 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 a big streamer or whatever picked this up yeah. and played it, I feel like this could be a hit. Um, Sleep hit. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've really enjoyed what I've played so far. I'm not not massively far in. Um, I'm on like day seven or something out of and and my bonsai tree comes. Someone comes to collect my bonsai tree at day ten. So <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> Some weird like story stuff um, is going to happen on day ten. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I've been doing little quests. There's like vendors around the map. Um, and they'll give you someone will call you up in the morning and be like, hey, today, can you bring me 80 cockroaches? And I'm like, yeah, uh, sure, yeah. I guess. And they'll give you like a place you have to go and drop them and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's pretty it's good. I really enjoy it. I need to play more, though. But it's like, oh, there's so many multiplayer games out right now. I need to play it's more a of. busy it's, period right now. Yeah. Yeah. What was uh, what was your second thing? Oh, right. So, yeah, I played a bit of Hell is Others and then um, Steve mentioned it last week, um, but it just popped up on Game Pass. It's called Ghost Song. Ooh, I haven't played this yet. I want to play this. The Metroid-looking one, right? So all of the when we we joked about how this is like, oh, it's just straight up Metroid. But what this actually is is a sort of halfway point between Metroid and something like Hollow Knight. Um, oh, you're saying so many where... words right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, so it, it, when you as you're playing, it controls exactly like a Metroid. Where yes, you yeah. run, you got your jump. You have your shooter, which shoots like you know directly forwards or up and down a bit as you're running. And then at any point, you can hold the button, and your guy will point his arm, and he can three full 360. You can aim wherever yeah. you want to shoot. Um, so that's like, you know, okay, Metroid. And then you get movement upgrades, you get weapon upgrades, and it's like, cool, we're playing Metroid. But also, it just has straight up, everyone drops a currency, everything you kill drops a currency, yeah. and you take that to level up three stats, which are like, what was it called? Like, gunpower, vigor, and <laughs> resolve, or so, I don't, something like that. But, you know, mm. and then it's like, oh, all these things mean different stats, and one makes you tankier, one makes you do more damage, etc. Um the hook is you wake up and you're, everyone refers to you as, uh, or you refer to yourself as dead suit. And oh, okay, a bit edgy, but okay. All of the, <laughs> yeah, well, all of the, and all of the human characters are like, that's weird, you never take your helmet off. And then all of the, uh, all of the ships in the game have an AI and they all think you are also a ship. So obviously. Yeah, you're some kind uh, of robot or something. No spoilers, but you are some kind of yeah. ship AI. It's trapped in a, in a, in a body um it has it also has a, an interesting um with the with the combat uh you shoot like metroid but as you shoot your guy builds up heat in his arm to the point where his gun doesn't work very good but then as your heat builds up um you'll see his weapons start to glow red and then if you you have a melee attack which does more damage depending on how much heat you have oh, which is sick. like a really yeah. nice yeah, it's like you shoot a guy a bunch and then uh, say it's a boss, you're like kiting them about and then you dodge their big attack and then it's like, right, my heat's, I've heated up my gun from shooting him, he's open, I'm going to go in and stab him a bit and then dance away and stuff. And it makes for a nice little 
uh, combat rhythm that yeah, it's I like, kind of enjoy. Um, it adds variance to the gameplay and combat because a, a yeah, lot of times, exactly. a lot of times in these sorts of games, if you you put melee in it and you put the shooting in it, but if one is obviously better than the other, yeah, you just end yeah. up using that the entire time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's like maybe there's builds, um, <laughs> but I, I didn't yeah. get that deep into it. I, I didn't. The game wasn't particularly hard at any moment. And the difficulties. Um, yes so okay. it starts on new game and then when you finish it it's like you want to go back in new game plus on a harder difficulty oh you finished um, it oh yeah i finished it yeah yeah I, I got both uh both endings how long of, is it i'm not sure how many um uh, <laughs> i think i put about i could probably check i think i put about 12 hours into it okay oh, so man. that's a decent length for a game like this maybe a little bit Less we were that. saying when like it's on Game Pass as well. So. Yeah, it's on and it's on Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, because you were talking about it, Steve, and you were like, "Ah, it's a, you know, look at this Metroid <laughs> clone," and I was like, "Nintendo aren't making a lot of Metroid games. This is just good." Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I'm more than, Yeah, yeah. It's not like oh, oh yeah. another shooter. It's like you know, a, a proper like Metroid kind of like game. I know you say it's not Metroid, but it's not specifically, but yeah, it's um, like yeah. It doesn't. I feel like it doesn't get quite as crazy as something like a Metroid. Well, play a bit safe, does it? It's it's like you know the problem. It's weird because I don't feel like it goes as crazy as like something like Hollow Knight, which is what I was sort of comparing this yeah. to as I was playing through it. Um, like you, you're well, maybe I don't want to spoil it, but you don't get you know the movement abilities don't get wacky and wild in this as they do in. Are you not flying? You're not flying across the screen with no with no. a screw attack. Are you? You get faster and you get higher, right? But it's not yeah. its not insane. <laughs> You're not breaking um, into the fourth dimension and coming out at another part of the map. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly, exactly. But also, yeah, it, it, it's like, un, you know, similar. It's not an, a massive map. Um, okay. That, where something like Hollow Knight took me like days and days to finish. This is like, no, you can tr- you can explore the whole map fairly quickly. Yeah, um, yeah Hollow Knight's huge, isn't it? I, re- I remember looking back at that. The game is enormous. Yeah, there was a. Uh, I really want to get someone did a poster where it's like every single area all put together because they're all sti- You know, they all fit yeah. together on Hollow Knight, and I really want to get it. It looks really cool. Um, but yeah, that that that's that sort of goes song. There's a couple of other annoying bits like um, the. It has NPC quest lines like a like a Souls game, yeah. but it has exactly the same problem that we had with Elden Ring, where a NPC will be like, "Oh, thanks for helping me out." That you know, you'll you'll be walking around, you'll kill a guy, and it'll be like, "Oh, hey, I was that guy. I was stuck. Uh, thanks for helping me out. If you want to talk, come find me in the caves." And it's like oh, the whole fucking map is a cave, mate. I don't know. Yeah. And it's like there are missable. There are events in the game that like progress time sort of thing and if you miss there are missable quests so it's like every time i finish a main objective i'm like i don't want to go and explore the whole map again just in case i want to in case there's an npc you know fire with butt butt pants in the caves has a quest where he wants me to tower defense him or something I'm like nah. I, I always dislike that. That's one of the, like I get how it's like interesting storytelling in Souls games, but that's one of the things that I kind of dislike about those games because I I feel like I've been punished for doing something wrong when I had no clue what to do. Like I'll see an NPC in a Souls game, and he'll be like, "Sup, brother? Yeah, we're best buds. Oh, how you doing?" And then like I'll go 
four hours in, and then later, and then he's there, and he just attacks me. I'm like, what have I done? What's, what's happening? What have I done wrong? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why do you exactly, hate me? Like, literally, there was a moment in this where there was an NPC at the start, and um, I talked to him, and all of the, I will say, all of the dialogue is, most of it is voiced, and it's pretty, it's really good, actually. I kind of like it. Yeah. Your suit sounds like a really soft-spoken woman through a, like a, uh, what's the like a like a grill, you know, like a face mask. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. like a bane and it's, thing. It's it, yeah, like yeah, and it's like <laughs> like a bane thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and it just sounds. It's like really pleasant to listen to. I don't know. Like every time she talks, it's really. I'm like, oh, I hope this character makes it. Yeah. Um, but there was yeah, I met a guy like right at the start of the game, and he was like, hey, uh, something about bugs and the bugs talk to me and stuff like that and i'm like cool that sounds weird i'm sure i'll see you in a couple of hours time <laughs> yeah, yeah and then right near the end of the game i think i was on the last step and i walked past a uh i walked past what looked like a pile of of like goo because you can see from the map this this is very gooey this game yeah um, and i and the the suit just sort of said something like oh sorry 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 fella you know, and I was like, "Oh, what? What was that?" And I looked, and it's that character, and they're just killed over dead. Yeah, I was just like, dead, "Oh, yeah. okay." <laughs> yeah, it's like I said, it's oh, like they, they either die or they go missing, or you haven't yeah, done anything yeah. since you last seen them, and they turn up and attack you, and they're just like, "What have you done?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Yeah. Why are you attacking <laughs> yeah. me? I killed a dragon and I opened a door." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel like back in Dark Souls, the the levels were sort of. It's like open, right? But it's linear enough and it's good at signposting you where you'll catch that stuff as long as you're paying attention. Yes. Versus this game quickly becomes very open in that you can get from any one point to any other point. Like yeah. there's not a through central line that you have to take whenever you want to go anywhere, right? So it's yeah. like you're sort of all over the place. So it's like you're never pushed into these meetings. You just sort of stumble upon them sort of thing. Like, I never found an NPC because I was like, oh, I bet he's here because I intuited out. That's where this guy would be yeah, hanging you just out. Kind of like, find no, them. I would just, yeah. yeah. And mm. there was a funny moment where I came back from an, an objective and I was sort of taking a circuitous route just to check for like hidden walls and stuff. And it was like four rooms in a row. It felt like somebody <laughs> was like, hey, what's up? You got a minute? And I'm like, oh, again, I'm just trying to <laughs> yeah. deliver this back to base. Jesus Christ. You found the apartment block. <laughs> Everyone's bedrooms. Yes, yeah. <laughs> someone's like hey i need you to tell i need to tell you about my tragic backstory and i'm like not now yeah i'd rather just play the game for a bit that's all right i'll come back in a bit i will listen you just need a break yeah I will, I will <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do want to play this ever since like since steve mentioned it and then i saw i think i saw a review thread on reddit and it was like yeah average score around like 80 to 90 and i was like oh damn like, yeah, I went to look up the reviews right before this, and it's scoring absurdly high. Like, yeah. and I liked this game, but I would not. It, it is not a ten out of ten. You know, yeah. it's, it's like a solid eight, solid seven or an eight. Yeah, I'll um, check. I'll, I will check this out. I've got it downloaded. Just haven't played it yet. I yeah, think this is yeah. this is the push that will make me play it. I think. Yeah, hmm. and it's it's not that long. Um, it's fun to play. I will. Say, I still hate uh the Metroid aiming and combat where that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> You have to, yeah. I know you'd be fine with it, but it, <laughs> yeah. where it's like, oh, there's a, there's a, there was a very specific boss where you have to deal with it and some like floaties, right? And it's like if you you can shoot the boss and you can dodge, all fine. But as, the minute one of those things gets overhead and I have to hold the trigger, stand dead still, and just like <laughs> awkwardly swing my stick because I'm rubbish at. Don't know what you're talking aiming. about. <laughs> it's fine. I hate, I hate it. 
Outstanding. Oh, what's sick. Or uh, if if that's is that you all wrapped up? Do you reckon? Um, yeah, pretty much. I mean, there's I could talk a little about uh how I feel about the story, but also this is one of those games. It's it's weird because you know, like when you play Dark Souls and it's everyone is playing Dark Souls. Yes, yeah. So if you're stuck or you're like, am I? You know, you're trying to 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 solve a puzzle and yeah. you're like, am I barking up the wrong tree? I'm just gonna go check on on. Dark Souls. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this kind of game, except nobody's played it yet. <laughs> so, so when I say like, when I say something like the endings were kind of disappointing, I'm like, is that because I missed something eight hours earlier yeah. and I didn't finish a specific NPC quest line? And there's no answers anywhere yet. That's that's what <laughs> so, happened to me with Scorn. In that, like, yeah, yeah. I played Scorn the minute it dropped on Game Pass. And yeah. I finished it, the same sitting in like you know three hours, and then as soon as it ends, I was like, okay, that's an interesting ending. I kind of don't get it, but let's see what people say online. And all you find online is one guy on Reddit with a post from like seven minutes ago, and it's just him saying, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> so, and there's like nothing else. Yeah. There's nothing else. <laughs> At this point now, yeah. there's like YouTube videos and this, that, and the other, but it's like it's so fresh. At yes, the time, yeah, it's just there's just nothing. And there was uh, there was one bit where I knew what I had to do, but I couldn't figure out what it what what it wanted me to do, what exactly it wanted yeah. me to do, right? So I was like, I oh, just I'm gonna look it up. I can't. This was like I'd finished one ending, and I was just doing this in case it was another ending. And um, the all I could find was I had to watch a walkthrough, and that guy got it wrong. He didn't answer the question. But then in the comments, someone was like oh, check out this guide, which linked through to another video. Yeah. So I went there, and then that guy, in the comment, in the description of his video, had a link to his Google Drive, which had a map, which had, like, <laughs> his, where I think this, this, and this happens. Yeah. And then I went through, so it was like this weird rabbit hole. And now like, my computer has a Trojan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Have you done a scan? <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. I should probably check that out. Um, yeah, give it a couple of weeks, yeah, the and there'll, whole... be, there'll be some more stuff. Exactly, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, maybe this, hey, maybe this is a 10 out of 10 game. It's just nobody has figured it out yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it might be a 10 out of 10 game, but because you just fundamentally aren't the biggest fan of these like control schemes, that just knocks it down a peg a little bit. Um, yeah, no, I just, I just, it's, it's, it's smaller in scope, I think, yes. than, um, for better or for worse, it's smaller in scope. Like it, it, I won't be thinking about Ghost Song like a month from now, whereas I still think about uh, things like Hollow Knight just because of Knight. how crazy it gets. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this is just a really fun, enjoyable little indie Metroid. Yeah. Great, Souls like great <laughs> way to pass the time when you just want something good to play for a day. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was like done with work for the evening, and I was like. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to try this out, and it hooked me enough that I played it all the way through to the end. So, sick. It was pretty good. Hmm. Nice. We'll move on uh, from Ghost Song then. I've got, I've got a couple things I've played this week. I'm going to go mainly into one, as opposed to them both. Marvel um, Snap, Marvel Snap, and World of Warcraft. No, it's, <laughs> <laughs> my main one this week was uh, the new Call of Duty: Modern Warfare 2, mm. which. Specifically, I'm going to talk about the campaign because that's kind of all I care about right now. Outside of Warzone, yeah, yeah. which will be free, 
Yeah. Um, of of the and pe- is not out yet. And right? it's not out yet. Yeah, it's out soon. Um, in terms of the part of it that is, you have to actually buy. The campaign was all I really cared about. So I'll talk about this. There's. I will talk about all of it, but there's not really a lot to spoil. <laughs> if I told you, like, the terrorists get shot at the end and you kind of win, you know, but there's all, there's a cliffhanger of the next game, as, like, as <laughs> yeah, every Call yeah. of Duty game is. Um, yeah. But yeah, I really, really enjoyed this. I, I try to play every single campaign just because I think the way you were describing Ghost Song, um, where it's just yeah. like, it's something really fun to play. That I can just play it, be finished with it, and I know I have a guaranteed good time. It's like a movie. It's like watching a movie. It's basically a movie. Yeah, it's 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 about it's like watching an action movie. It's about six hours long, um, mm-hmm. from start to finish. Um, so a few things I'll say. What surprised me the most, um, which is why I think I enjoyed this so much, is there's so much variety, like level by level. Mm-hmm. That it's always doing something different. I think there was one point where Call of Duty campaigns were just you run down a corridor or something, or like a, through a building, and you shoot some people, and then there's a set piece of like explosions and stuff, and then you just kind of repeat that a bit. That's the cycle of yeah. the game. Um, yeah. Whereas this game, level by level, it's doing something completely different. Um, mm-hmm. compared to just generic shooting. So off the top of my head, I'll try and remember the different bits that you, you kind of do. Um, not in this order, but here's what I remember. So you do have, you know, there's your occasional generic go through a level, shooting bad guys, and then set piece. You have that. You have, there's a number of stealth levels where you have to not get seen. You can get seen, but the idea is obviously you stealth the whole thing. And if you do stealth it properly, you have like cool moments with your teammates of like, yeah, take the one on the left. I've got the one on the right. Like tons of cool stuff like that. There's uh, like, if you played, I think it was the first Modern Warfare, you know, all gillied up, like uh, a sniper mission. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got one of those. That's a really good mission in this. You've got uh, AC-130 levels, which... Oh, I love those. Yeah, so... Um, a lot of what I'm saying isn't new necessarily, but it's like seeing it in like such high fidelity now. Like these days, it's just like it's so it's really impressive. At least I think. Yeah, it is. yeah. Uh, but you have that. There's a level where you get separated from your squad, and you are completely, you know, you're gunless. You've got nothing. You haven't got a knife, and there's troops everywhere. And it's a tiny. It's, it's still linear, but it's a little bit open. And it you have a teammate saying you have to adapt. And then it starts telling you, like, you start picking up, like, masking tape and chemicals and, like, candles, and you start crafting, like, gear. <laughs> and, it becomes, like, and it becomes, like, a little crafting mission where you go around doing that, and that's, that's kind of weird. I didn't expect that. That's cool. And then it'll go to... This, there was some of this in Modern Warfare 2019, though, wasn't there? I remember... Yes. Wasn't there a mission where you start, you start pulling bits off cars and making silences and stuff? Yeah, so there's there's a few levels based entirely around that, where you're making, like, smoke grenades and yeah. uh, distractions to try and sneak around and then get a knife and then work from a knife to get a gun, and then you can start working through. Um, yeah, it's just... And there's missions where you watch security cameras and you're telling teammates when to go, when to shoot, when to knife... It's just it's like like I say, it's like every mission is just something a little bit different, and yeah, it's always it's yeah. always keeping it like really exciting. And then it's just the story is it's kind of, it's kind of like your generic action story, but I kind of like <laughs> the cheesy, you know, like we have to save the world, only us we can save the world. 
we got to get our hands yeah. dirty. Don't no, do no this, Price. If you, you know, Price, if you do this, you're going to be on your own. That's fine. I'm going to save the world on my own. <laughs> only, I, only I can do this. It's like that. All that kind of stuff. But it's just, it's just a really fun ride from start to finish. Um, and I think we were talking about this earlier. I wish you could play these without dropping 70, 60, 70 quid on the whole thing. I, yeah. wish, I yeah. wish you could yeah. just buy the campaign for like 20 quid. Um, which maybe one day, give it five years from now, these will all be on Game Pass, I think, at some hopefully, point, yeah. hopefully. Because <laughs> there, w- there might be what, a point in the future where it's what, just... What an insane weekend you would have if you'd never played a Call of Duty campaign and you started at four now and just did all of the insane, campaigns yeah. back to back. What would that be like? Well, it's, like it's like it's one of those <laughs> things where there's so many of these now, right? Yeah. That it's yeah. Like, I don't think you have to play them all, but if they suddenly, say like tomorrow, they said... Every single Call of Duty game with its campaign is, say, on Game Pass. You could point to like two or three of them and be like, "These are really solid, just fun little four to six hour yeah. shooter campaigns." Because you don't get a lot of like just linear shooter campaigns anymore. It's kind of like a thing that's dying out. I feel. Yeah. Well, I guess because Call of Duty just brute forced them out of the out of the running right i guess so yeah it's like well you have like battlefield for all the shit that went on with uh 2042 that completely dropped a campaign didn't it that doesn't have a campaign anymore yeah yeah, yeah. um i think though it's for me it's a lot of oh it's real life like guns like i like i expected to branch out more in like the fantasy categories maybe like the sci-fi no but that's the but... thing it's just like if you every other year you get something like that. You have like the yeah, they've done that uh, several times. Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. These games you... tend to alternate between sci-fi, modern day, and militaristic, like history war, like World War One, Two, something yeah, like that. Like, modern day and militaristic history, I'm like, they're all the same to me. Yeah. <laughs> I know they're not, but you know, it's all like based in reality. Whereas they they did the one sci-fi one where it was like you could run on the walls and it was set in space or something. That was the one that actually. I think that was that was their plan behind why they gave Call of Duty to like three different studios in the first place because yeah. people yeah. were like, okay, we've kind of we've done modern warfare series and we've run modern day into the ground. Before that, we ran World War Two into the ground. Then they ran sort of near future into the ground. It's like okay, how about instead of doing like three games in a row of the same thing, we just have two or three different studios make mm-hmm. what they want. So the Black Ops games are kind of like, what, like Vietnam era? Kind of? They are. They're all over the place, mate. They, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think Black Ops 4 specifically was like Vietnam kind of time. No, they always bounce. It, like in, the, in that game, they'll go from like Cold War era to, or Vietnam oh, yeah. to Cold War to like you know, actual future drones yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and this is so. This I think Modern Warfare specifically is Infinity Ward. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else is there? Is there's Raven Software. I think they make the weird like Infinite Warfare and stuff. I think mm. there's been so many. There's there was there's Infinity literally loads, Ward. Yeah, yeah, Raven. There was Sledgehammer was there for a while. Sledge- right. Treyarch made and Black Treyarch Ops. was the Black Ops slash like. World at War. God, yeah, there's like four studios making yeah, different. Cool, that's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so really, really enjoyed this. Uh, the other one I mentioned. I have, 
Go for it. Go on. No, no, you go. Uh, well, I was. Gonna, I have some questions about the campaign. Yes. Um, the first Modern Warfare kind of was like a weird retelling of Call of Duty Four. Yeah. Is this also a weird sort of retelling of Modern Warfare Two? Yes. It's like a. It's like um, it's like a remake. But then, so all the characters that you know from Modern Warfare 2 are in this. So Ghost is there, front and centre, with his big skull mask. Yeah, I was, that's my, that was my other question, is why does everyone have a skull mask now? <laughs> well, so if Ghost was in the original Modern Warfare 2, and he had, like, a, what you call, like a banaclava? Yeah. With like a big skull in it. And then this one, he's basically, he's full-on got a big, dumb skull, like, faceplate. I love it. It's so, I love it so much. There's, they, there's even times when it's like... They're in the car together chatting, and the people are like, "Why the fuck do you wear that?" <laughs> and he just like doesn't answer. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, you have that. You have um, if you remember Shepard, the like army man. Yeah, yeah, yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. You just said army man. In, literally, literally in yeah. Context in of a Call of Duty game, <laughs> Josh. They're all army man. <laughs> yeah, you have like him, and it does. It more or less follows the same story of Modern Warfare Two with a few like differences. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, if if you remember how the main plot sort of goes to the original, it kind of follows it more or less. Like right, some, okay. some characters live and die like the original. Um, right, okay. And then it ends on the stinger which sets up for Modern Warfare 3, which is literally yeah. like, I, th- I think they all like get handed a picture and she's like, oh, this lady's like, oh, here's the real mastermind behind it all, but we don't know who it is. And then it get past. It gets past the soap, and he just like he basically looks at the camera and goes Makarov, <laughs> and then it just like and it just ends. <laughs> Mak- Makarov, <laughs> it's fucking Makarov, and then it's just like yeah, oh yeah, Modern Warfare three. We're literally doing. We're chasing Makarov again in Modern Warfare three. Literally, how the first one. So yeah, it's like they're weird remaster, not remasters kind of thing. Faithful to a lot of the characters, but it's just like a different twist on it. Basically, it's fun. It's a fun little ride. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, that was what I played, basically. That's what I really want to talk about. I'm really excited for Warzone 2. I don't think I'll stick with Warzone 2, but I'm just excited to try it out. It's just, it's like new and shiny, right? I'm, I'm still disappointed I'm with you, with yeah. you that you didn't try the uh, the hostage mode. I don't give a shit about the multiplayer. I played the beta, uh, and I was just like, this is still Call of Duty. It's Call of Duty, baby! Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah. It's, I think you, you are imagining some kind of Siege Call of Duty crossover, Steve, yeah, where well, it's I just, I, absolutely I not. It will just be Call of Duty. Yeah. Just try one match of it. That's all you I don't have it anymore. It I rented, I rented uh. this on console because I'm not paying 70 quid just for the campaign. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's like... It, what I, I haven't even played it, but what I know that hostage mode will be like is probably what this DMZ mode will be like, where... Because we don't know what it looks like. Everyone's going, oh, Call of Duty, Extraction Shooter, what's it going to be? It's going to be crazy, it's going to be blah. It will just be like, oh, yeah, it's Call of Duty, but you shoot AI and then have to leave. <laughs> the reason the campaign is so good is because you get to play Call of Duty in a yeah. short period of time. Yes. Just on rails, great gunplay, and it's not frustrating because it's not multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. You, you finish the game before you get sick of it. Call of Duty still feels fucking awesome to play on both console and PC. I play this on console, and yeah, it feels it's yeah. fast, it's snappy, even with console controls. I played the multiplayer uh, beta for Modern Warfare 2 on PC. That felt really good. It's well, that, 
they know what they're doing. Obviously, yeah. they make a lot of money doing this. Cod, I think I played like the last COD maybe a little bit, and the menu felt like a console menu. I feel like the games are built for console, and hundred percent. Like, oh, hundred percent. Also on PC. Always have been. Always yeah. have been. Yeah. 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 COD is the it's the console shooter. That's what it is. There's been I think there was stuff for like when Modern Warfare 2018 came out on PC. Um, certain parts of like the graphics and stuff were just broken on launch, mm. but the console one was all fine. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Console game through and through. I can I can see we're watching. If people listening, we're watching. Josh has had the Steam page trailer running this whole time, and you can see all reviews mixed on Steam, <laughs> right? And I bet if you look down. That's all people complaining that the game doesn't work for some reason. It'll be, like, it'll be, yeah, it'll be graphical issues or some sort of lobby connection issues, or it'll, yeah, be, or it'll be skill-based matchmaking. Should we have a look? Have I a mean, look. also it could just <laughs> be Blizzard Activision stuff as well. <laughs> I, I'm just going to read. I just want to see why people are saying that. <laughs> Please stop resetting my settings. There you go. That's the first <laughs> negative review. <laughs> uh, there you go. Pa- yeah, patch updates, technical issues. Uh, yeah. Disconnects, random, yeah, random game crashes, well, stuttering, yeah, it runs because, like shit on PC. <laughs> because it's like, who's buying a Call of Duty at this point, this far into the franchise, and going like, "Well, oh, this is not what I signed up for." Yeah, you know what you're getting. Yeah, <laughs> a man in a skull mask shooting people. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Not sure how I feel about that. They really jumped the shark on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's been it's been in so many settings, and it's told so many stupid bombastic stories that like. <laughs> yeah, it's like not not gritty enough. <laughs> well, they told so many stories. They're literally remaking their old ones. <laughs> just re- yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're just doing. This is like director's cut of the old ones. Basically, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, what if we had a bigger budget and better technology to make what we made? God, how old is Modern Warfare Two? Like ten years old? Ten years ago? Mm. They already had. They, they already need- did the anniversary. 10 year thing didn't yeah, they so like, even older, 10 yeah. years ago <laughs> and oh, all God. they need to do is just keep a couple of punchlines in there and then they're yeah, easy. Cells. they need yeah they need what's his name price they just need him to say something quotable every time and yeah call of duty will never die <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's a bit there's, there's a bit you go undercover in this game into like some cartel uh base and you tell them your name is soap and the guy says the line what the hell kind of name is soap he says it in spanish it's like, oh, he did the line. I don't understand Spanish, but he did the meme line. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, I'm looking forward to Warzone 2. I'm very much looking forward to Warzone yeah, 2. Yeah, two weeks away. Uh, the only, very quickly, the only last little thing I played was uh, Mario and Rabbids Sparks Spark of Hope. Mm-hmm. Um, and from, I've already... from one gritty shooter to another. Yes, yeah. Um and I, it didn't click with me. I've sent it back. There's something about it. It just didn't click with me this time. Um, the humor was I still like, good. I liked all the humor, but the gameplay was just kind of boring. I feel like it came out at a weird time when there was suddenly like a lot to play. Yes, yeah. There's also whilst I was playing it, there was this weird thing in the back of my head because I can only the thing I do. I rent a couple of games at like the same time. I was I was playing this. I had Call of Duty in my PS5 ready to go, and I also knew that I could have been playing like Bayonetta 3 or something. And I was like, do I really want to be playing this right yeah. now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I th- I'll probably, I think I will revisit this in the future. Um, 
But my main issue is just very quickly, it plays like the first game, but it's no longer grid-based. It's like you can run around within a set area and do things. Mm. Um, and as opposed to, I think the first game was quite linear in its world. You kind of go down corridors and then do a fight. Um, it's more open-worldy, like bigger areas. And then you start fights, almost like RPG, right? Enemies in the world. And it takes you to like an arena to fight the monsters in like these XCOM style fights. Mm. Um I will I won't rush this now. I'll revisit it in the future and I'll give it a proper a proper look at. Um Yeah, because I feel, I feel like the first one I think it came out like a good time and everyone wasn't expecting much and it surprised a lot of people. So it's I I one hundred percent completed the first game. Like I did I, ev- think- I did everything. I think I got to like the third or fourth zone, but that's pretty natural for me to get that far into a game and be like, okay, yeah. I'll put, come to it later, and they just never do. No, my save file had the like big 100% big gold profile. Like, you've done it, my guy. You've Damn, done the whole game. And then, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that's, that's, I'll revisit this, but yeah, Modern Warfare 2 is what I mainly played for this week. So, um, yeah, so we'll, we'll jump straight from this. We've, before we do some news, we do have another question for the week. Um, Mm-hmm. This was from Rick, who is uh, King of Cinders. I really like this question. This is, is there a genre of games you wish you could get into, but you just can't? RTSs. Is RTS for you? <laughs> RTSs. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's like, it looks fun. It, it, it's always fun to watch. Cannot, like, I'm like, I panic if I look at one. Like, I remember... I think I was uh, me and my brother were playing StarCraft Two, yeah, and like I was like I'm not gonna be able to do this, so I just did like a Zerg rush. I was like, oh, there's like what was it, sixteen? There was some sort of early pool number that you could get. Like you've got this many Zerglings and you just rush the enemy, and I did that once, and I think that's like after I did that, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm done with RTS. Yeah. <laughs> oh, did you did you try the campaigns? The single players. I. Good. Finished all of uh, the first one of StarCraft Two, and then I Absolutely. think I got yeah, and then I got halfway through Heart of Swarm because those games are basically elaborate tutorials for multiplayer. Mm. I even did some of the Warcraft Three stuff, but again, RTSs I think were ruined via the internet because you you play them at home, and you're like, oh I'm okay at this, and then you see one video online, you're like, oh I'm dog shit. <laughs> no, you can't, okay, so that's the thing. The the same thing you're describing there happens with fighting games. Fighting games, where yeah. you can. That was my other answer. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, you can literally, you can. It's the same with anything. You can go online and be bombarded with people that are the best at whatever it is their craft is, whether that's Uters a game or well. yeah, whether it's whether it's an art or a game or a sport or whatever. Um. Most people aren't like that. If if you're struggling to just, you know, just do basic stuff, there's ladders in these games and ranking systems. You will be placed against someone else that can barely use a fight stick as well, or you know, the controls. I, I think the difference is for fighters, it's very like it's one v one on the screen. You, you see what's in front of you. It feels like I never look at a fighter and feel too intimidated. I'm like, oh, that looks difficult, but I always feel like. I can, I could def, I could get there. RTSs, it's like, oh, they're looking seven different directions at once. They're like got four different units moving in this direction and seven that direction. You know. But the thing to remember, it's that's so the, much. But the thing to remember is they're not actually doing that. It can feel like they're doing that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, they're normally just struggling just as much as 
as you are. I, I do see. I know with RTSs though, it's like every set. It feels like if you're not doing four things a second, you're doing it wrong. Whereas in a fighter, I'm like, it's more reacting to what your opponent's doing. You, you know, it's you, you are in the moment, but it's also like a shorter match. Whereas yeah. in an RTS, it's like, oh yeah, you got to be doing twenty things at once, and the matches can take a while and. Yeah, that so, is the, yeah, like, that's that's the I'd one. I'd like to get into it, but it's it's a lot. Okay, <laughs> that's the one thing I didn't like about RTSs is you can get two to three minutes in and mm-hmm. scout your opponent, and then based on what you've done and what they've done, it's like, oh, I have been hard countered <laughs> and, yeah. it, within the first couple of minutes. Yeah, and you'd be like, I'm going to build this unit and then stay somehow snuck in a scout and just built like the counter for yeah. it. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm dead. I, I think did. for me, I think it's that games are primarily like a social thing where I play things like Hunt because and other shooters because I can get my friends together and we all play together and mm-hmm. we win or lose. And you can also that serves as like a good onboarding where I think I really got into hunt because I played with Sam and Chris and my buddy Chris and they'd played it before and they could sort of teach me the ropes and you can learn as you go, even if you're not doing particularly well sort of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, whereas the only on-ramp to something like RTSs and fighting games is you sit down on your computer completely alone and you get your ass handed to you over and over again. And I just feel like, it's like it's too much for me. I, my my emotions can't take it. I, I, yeah, I, I I I get what you mean there, but I will say what comes with that is on the flip side of that, when you get really into and then ultimately you get competent at RTSs and fighting games, like a one v one game. Mm-hmm. They're the only they're the only sort of genres that allow you to experience what it is like to basically completely dismantle your opponent in front of their eyes oh yeah because (laughs) because the one fighting game i did get into was for honor and i remember yeah like hands down like perfecting someone in for honor was like a rush i was like this is what it must feel like to kill a person in real life (laughs) (laughs) it's it's, it's like it's yeah it's, it's like you're playing like a fighting game and there'll be certain times when you're into it and you're basically in your opponent's head right and yeah, yeah. yeah. before anything happens in your head you say something you know you work out your head like you're gonna jump at me now and i'm gonna uppercut you and yeah. then they do it and you uppercut them and this is the feeling of just i've just fucking read you like a book <laughs> like like i am in your head i know what you're gonna do before you've even done it yeah and yeah. it's just there's there is nothing else like that. But but I do feel like you get that in other genres. I, I feel like you get that in shooters as well, where, you know, things like Counter-Strike, it's like he's going to push, so I'm going to throw the flash right as he pushes, and then he's going to push while he's flashed, and I, yes. I have beaten him, you know? I have outthought that man, and I feel yeah. like you do get that. You do I get, get it, that. it's not the same thing. because it's. I, th- it's I think, I think uh, 1v1 games offer that a lot more and a lot faster well, compared you to... Keep, true, true, games. true. You keep saying, though, 1v1, whereas RTSs, to me, they can be done 1v1, but they also can be done, like, m- many more players. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but they're not. I think, though, also, <laughs> to, to give credit to starcraft 2 like the daddy of rts's i believe there's like a mastermind mode where two people can control one army 
which is like there to meant I think meant to help you like newer players play with their friends who are maybe a bit more advanced. Well, Starcraft Two has the arcade, which is full of weird. Oh, yeah, and then also their the mode as well. Cult yeah. Commander is so yeah. good. So that that, that that game is like the one where I'm like, I could see myself maybe putting some baby steps into like Starcraft, but a lot of the others I'm like, ooh, very intimidating. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, but I always see those modes as like it's like putting off because you you see when other people are like hey how do i learn to play x shooter and you always say like i mean you know you, you can do the training but the only real way is to just do it and i feel like when people are like oh just play 2v2 it's like you're just putting off just yeah. going in and getting your I ass know, beat, I know right you mean, it's yeah. like you know <laughs> it's you get, coming <laughs> you, get the, you get the mindset of like i'll i will play 4v4 to get myself comfortable with the game so that i can finally man up and do the 1v1 and then you that person will just never do 1v1 exactly yeah because they're not they're never ready you're never ready you have to just jump in the deep end unfortunately you have to and that's why fighting games and rts's are so hard to get into because they have both of these games both these genres have such complicated and different control schemes compared to other games and it's like you have to learn this whilst getting your ass kicked for ages. Yeah. yeah. Until you can finally get to the quote unquote the good bit. That is hopefully yeah, there. It's just just Jimmy down the road has just been telling you it's the good bit. Like, it might not be there. <laughs> those, those genres tend to have a very low player retention. Yeah. Because yeah. the people that are good at it will stay and the people that really love it will stay. But people that like it but can't hit the level they want to be at will drop it in a heartbeat. It's, it's yeah. why I'm annoyed that, uh, like the fighting game genre hasn't taken this whole free to play stance a lot earlier. I think the problem with fighting games is, like you say, they need a big player base. So you've got a bunch of people consistently in Bronze League. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the irony can... is that the more players it has, the better it is. Yes, because yeah. everyone has a better experience. Yeah. It's 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 tricky because it's like i also um yeah I, it also feels like there is specifically when it comes to rts i feel like there's a whole bunch of like side genres of rts which i am missing out on because i just cannot get to grips with the rts part yeah. and i mean things like um anything where it's sort of management under a time pressure like uh the Total War series, I fucking love. Can't stand the battles in Total War yeah. at all. Just cannot get into them. I just start auto-resolving all oh, of them I'm whenever I play that right game. I'm with you there, buddy. <laughs> it's, I love um, that game, but auto-resolve every battle. Fuck yeah. that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it just, I just get so frustrated. And I think I'm just getting frustrated at myself because I, I feel like an idiot child when I play them. <laughs> you know, you know yeah, what I mean? I, I, think, I think what keeps me pushing through when I'm playing things like that is is knowing that the opponent is going through the exact same thing. Yeah, but it doesn't feel like it. It never does, but you have, that's why you have, you have to really work hard to keep it in mind. It's, it reminds me of, um, you know, in League, there's uh, there was that character, oh, fuck, what was his name? And his move was he could drop a totem and then jump to it. Right, uh, and it always looked yeah. somewhat. Come on, we all played League for too much time. How can I not remember that guy? He was um, Lee Sin. Lee Sin, thank you. Fucking hell. Oh yeah. Um, uh, 
And he, whenever that guy beat you, even if it was like, you know, uh, Timmy's first day of playing League, whenever that character beat you, it looked like he was styling on you. Yes, thank you, Sam. And it was so (laughs) aggravating. And every time you play something like a fighting game, it's like, um, in any other genre, right, a guy will kill you and it's like, you can almost be like, oh, he got lucky or that. Okay, fair enough. That was a good shot sort of thing. Mm-hmm. When you're in a fighting game, if somebody is better at a fighting game than you, it's so awful. Yeah. Because <laughs> you feel like you're just getting shut out and this guy is just like flexing on you. <laughs> the, the, the worst, I was just saying, the, the worst thing about like learning a fighting game in particular is the visual feedback you get for losing is literally your guy getting the shit beaten out of him. <laughs> yeah, that's, the, yeah. that's, that's the opposite experience I have with fighting games where. Like, I will, as long as I'm fighting like the same person over and over, I see it as like, if I can do like slightly more damage this time. Like, I thought Josh were Tekken 7, right? Or 5? Which one was it? No, not Tekken. Street like Street, Street Fighter 5. Street Fighter 5. And he decimated me. But like, there was like one round where like, we kept fighting and kept kind of training. And there was one round where I got like, I won just one round of it and yeah. i was like yes and i i always see like i played a lot of smash 4 uh 1v1s like online and i would lose most rounds but i always enjoyed it cuz i felt like you could in fighting games after that you rechallenge the same opponent again if you like both of you yeah. agree and i liked that because then i feel like i even if i got totally stomped i'm like well this time i'm going to at least get a couple hits in you know and it pushes me forward so yeah i have that i have that different effect with fighting games most fighting games now do uh in like ranked play it's it's not guaranteed you have to both opt in but it's encouraged to do like best two out of three or best three out of five because yeah, same with multiverses, yeah. so much can change after like you can get like destroyed around but you can go like okay you can recenter take a breath think about what just happened and be like okay try again and it can completely swing you you can go from being destroyed to suddenly you're just destroying this person back but then like in shooters i'm uh, yeah i'm I'm the opposite where i'm like oh if i get if i get shot and they are absolutely destroying us i'm like oh just get me out of here (laughs) i'm done chief like (laughs) valorant is that very much that for me uh, yeah. Where I'm like, it's it's 14 rounds, and if I'm if we're getting stomped by round three, I'm like, ah, oh, forfeit. Come on, team. Oh, it's like, it's like that's the whole mind game part as well. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I guess it's the same kind of thing, though, isn't it? But I love that about uh, games of Counter Strike, where you'll be down like three eleven or something, and it's like, uh, well, look, we just have to stop losing rounds, and then you know, there's no like. Uh, like B. persistence here, it's just yeah. yeah <laughs> but, hey, maybe if we're really good at rushing B, it will be great. Take Deagle's rush B. <laughs> we have one. We have one off of that. Yeah, yeah we have cool. done that. I remember games specifically where it's like we keep just running into sight and they can't stop us. So we're and it's like we're down like nine <laughs> yeah, rounds, yeah. but they can't seem to stop us. So we're gonna keep doing it. I love that stuff. My my genre is like forex grand strategy. I talk a lot about like I like StarCraft, which is more precise strategy. Ah, uh, the same as Rick. But yeah. when yeah, when it zooms out and it starts being like economies and big armies go over here, and I oh, just like I, I just get bored. It's just I don't know. I just find it boring. Just, mm. It's just I just don't find there's nothing there for me. But is that but like that doesn't sound like a genre you particularly want to get into. 
That, might, that, <laughs> that might... sounds like a genre you just don't like. <laughs> oh, so so what, I have, I I have definitely tried some before. I can't I can't be specifics. Um, other genres, I guess it's kind of like it's a bit generic, but like racing games, I can't really get into. I've tried, I tried the new Forza and stuff like that. That's um, fair. And they're just again, I just like I see, I see the loop. Like I see what this game is, but it's just I don't really like it. And sports games as well. Outside of I like I arcade think... sports and arcade racing, but like you know, your proper year on year sports yeah. games or your proper year on year racing games just I no. could only play football manager and even then <laughs> I can only play it for so long. Yeah. Sam's playing football manager, but he's imagining Blood Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. What's, game for that. what's your Sam? What, what is there a genre? Uh, mine is Metroidvanias. Yeah. Because Ooh. I wish I could be into Metroidvanias, but that that genre just isn't for me. I can't yeah. it's that and like I would say action RPGs, but I bite the bullet and play them anyway. Yeah. But Metroidvanias, I sit down and like within ten minutes I'm like, I'm sorry, I just I can't play this game. Yeah. And it's like to this day, Hollow Knight is one of my most favorite games to watch. Yeah. Of all time. Like it yeah. it almost rivals like old school StarCraft two, like watching speedruns and all the modding that's going on now with like hide and seek and stuff with Hollow Knight is incredible and I love it. I cannot play the game. I my, cannot play my, it. My my thing about Metroidvanias is I've played so many of them and I do really like them and I, f- I feel like every single new one I play now I'm like, damn, I've played this before. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's like fucking city builders. <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's a brand new game, brand new art style. But it's like I've I've done the Metroidvania loop so yeah. many times. No, I no, I get that. Even even Ghost Song, which I really liked, I was I was like, okay, a g- good job. You put a ledge. I can see that I can't yeah. jump to right at the beginning. When am I gonna get the double jump? And it's like, we've, yeah, I've done this before. I know what the yeah. You're not gonna blow my mind by being like, I can go left at the start all of a sudden. Um, yeah. Is he, is he and it's only... like, go for it. Oh no, no! I was gonna say, do you want to keep going? Uh, well, well, I was, and uh, no, it's alright. I've lost the point. No, oh, sorry. Point. I was gonna, I was gonna say, the only Metroidvania that interests me that I've seen is um, the original Super Metroid, and that's only because there's like uh, random, not random answers, randomizers <laughs> for for it, which like, I'm like, is the whole like catacomby maps i'm like it i get it it's good for like one playthrough but i just see like the potential of like oh you could have different items here and take different paths and like you know so i I wish there was more ones with like random like upgrades and pathways which i've only really seen in myself in super metroid the original one well here's here's the thing right here's the thing the thing about metroidvanias think Mm -hmm. of how you want a metroidvania to be or what you would like in a Metroidvania, right? Yeah, it, it exists somewhere. Oh, yeah. Someone has made it. There's so <laughs> there's so many now, and it's just like that's that was my point. Okay, I'm back. Um, do you think that's the curse of when you get something like a Hollow Knight, where it's all? Or I always think of Diablo three, where it's such a perfect distillation of that genre. Yeah, that it sort of it almost preemptively ruins all the games that come after it because. I'm like, 
I'm I'm done. I finished that genre. That yeah, you yeah. Make I think it's, it's just it's just over saturation of the market of one specific thing. If you went to a machine or an AI to pump out something and you typed an indie game, it would pump out a Metroidvania. That's what that's, that's what that's, <laughs> that's what good, would yeah. come out of it. It's, it's why we loved Vampire Survivors was because yeah. we mm-hmm. sat there and went, "How has someone not made this yet?" Yes, you know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, yeah. We said yeah. it earlier about city builders. Every city builder that comes out. Like until that, the one I spoke about against the storm, every single city builder is just exactly the same. Like, yeah, yes, yeah. obviously they're not exactly the same, but like they are. <laughs> yeah, we're still, it still feels like we're still at that weird kind of point where we're taking uh, just roguelike and stapling it to other things and seeing if it works. <laughs> yeah. I'm all for it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> but maybe that at some point that will. Outstay its welcome, and it'll be like, oh god, yeah, it probably will. Another but roguelike. At the moment, roguelikes are the only thing that gives us that freshness and a challenge. At the moment, well, it's, mm. it's, it's optimization of creating a game. It's what it's it's a way to extend a life of a game and keep it interesting whilst minimizing asset creation. Yeah. So again, in terms now for indie games. A lot of indie games that are coming out are roguelikes because it's a popular genre that's good to make a good loop and get good length out of. I don't know. I'm kind of rambling, but got a bit off tra- off topic. But yeah, oh, that's good. It's the mark of a good good question. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Rick. That was that was a good question. Um, if anyone else has any more questions, as always, you can email it in at thegameforecast at gmail.com or you can always leave it as a uh, as a comment on the YouTube or just DM me directly on Discord, things like that. We have channels for it as well. Just leave it somewhere. It will get, it will get found if you want to leave a comment. Yeah. So, um, Okay, we'll go for leave it. Leave it under a rock outside Josh's house. I will find it. He'll I'll be confused. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a note, just like... Is, Tape br- it to a brick. <laughs> throw it through his window. <laughs> yeah, a, a brick comes through my window. I'm like, what the fuck? Open up a bit of paper. What is your favorite game? OST. Let's <laughs> 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 right, uh, let's do some news. There's a couple of uh, interesting topics this week. The f- first one is about Dwarf Fortress. Oh, so, I've seen some people who love Dwarf Fortress have been talking about this. Yeah, I am really excited for this. Um, has anyone here tried it before? Never. Yes. So did you have the I same had, thing I had? Back in the day, yeah. I, I, me and all my friends at college, we were like, someone was like, have you tried Dwarf Fortress? And I was like, oh, I've read about it, but I've never tried. I'm going to, you know, you're right. It's a huge, expansive game. I've, I'm a kid, so I've got infinite free time. I'm going to try Dwarf Fortress, and I tried, and I tried, and I could not get into it at all. I just couldn't get past the ASCII yeah. graphics. It's, it's, yeah. it's such a hard barrier. And I feel like um, for people to say, like, no, no, just you get past that, and it's great. And it's like, it's, oh, it's, it's literal, like, command prompt ASCII. Like, it's yeah. really hard. To- I- it's fully landed in the in the type of game where I love reading about it and I can't yes. uh, stand playing it. Yeah. Which is mostly they... Dwarf Fortress and Eve Online. So before we carry this on, before we carry this on, very just for context, the reason this is up is because Dwarf Fortress, the old ASCII game that everyone talks about, is getting a Steam release, which is now confirmed for early December, December 6th, mm-hmm. and it's getting full 
mouse UI control and graphics. <laughs> like it'll look like a game. It's getting graphics. <laughs> it's getting That's graphics. So exciting. Uh, what was you going to say, Steve? That's the context. I was going to say uh, I talked to several Dwarf Fortress players, and some of the stories about they they talked about like how. There was a bug in. There was a thing in the game where people's cats were dying after an update, and it's because in the game um, uh, the dwarfs were drinking alcohol and spilling it, and the cats were cleaning themselves, and it was like spilling on the cats. It is so in detailed. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's crazy. I would never want to play it, but hearing the stories is amazing. But I've heard that like apparently the Steam release. Like, is there only one guy making this game? Yes. And he's quite eccentric, but apparently he's doing the Steam release because, uh, which has delayed other planned updates because, like, his brother got cancer or something and he needed the money. So, yeah. It's like he, he, he like, put a lot of time <laughs> into this. So I'm like, oh, if it sort of seems like the sort of game you'd like to check out. There's a like, really oh, good no clip. It's actually, oh, it's here on this page. There's a no clip documentary, really short one, 23 minutes long, um, explaining. Just talk the guy talking about Dwarf Fortress, why he made it, how he made it, you know, the origins of the design and stuff, and that's a that's a really good watch. Um, yeah, I think Dwarf Fortress for me is it's the pure, it's the it's the it's the game I point to when you talk about like emergent gameplay. It's like a guy has just designed a shitload of systems, individual systems and rules. And stuff like that, and you chuck them mm-hmm. all together, and you just see what happens. And that's yeah. like you say, it's that that's where you get weird shit like cats drinking beer and dying from having too much thin blood or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't design that specifically to happen. You just make systems that cats can drink liquid. Dwarfs, when they drink beer, they spill a bit and just stuff. And it just it just happens. And I'm all for it. It's just like I said, I just couldn't get past the graphics when I first well, played. Well, now, now the graphics are looking better, are you going to consider checking it out? Absolutely, yeah. On? I'm really excited for this. I really want to try it. I think um, the, 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 the thing I struggled with getting my head around when I first played it, I think was that like you can hop up and down levels. So if you imagine yeah. like you're looking top down at something, but you're looking at a cross-section yeah, it's and, like mm. Minecraft. If you were hovering above and looking straight down, yeah, and you took you took a layer off, a layer. And another layer, and yeah. another layer, yeah. And that I found that really hard to sort of see through in ASCII, yeah. Because um, I never got to a point where I had like a big underground mine. I think I was just like a dwarf in a forest somewhere, and it was yeah. But is anyone else going to get this? Uh, depending on the price, I might give it a little check out. Uh, thirty dollars. So, oh, I might wait for it to be on sale. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this seems like the sort of game where I'd like I'd like to mess around with it. I'm not sure it would be like my sort of game where I'd like create endless hours of fun. You know. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of it is just it's, I I, th- I can't remember, but I think it's kind of like a uh, RimWorld where you don't tell them specifically to do things. You just say, like, you can do this within this area. Go do kind of, like, what you want. Yeah, you, yeah. They, all, they all... I mean, they all obey their own rules, right? But you just say, hey, if someone at some point, if they feel like it, could they clear out this this cave and then we'll put stuff in it? Yeah, and that's like... Yeah. And eventually they get around to it when they're done eating and stuff. Yeah, I... Um, I, I feel like this is not for me. I don't know, because... 
in some ways I feel like this could be really fun to mess around with, but also, like you said, it's like RimWorld where it's kind of make you, it's not make your own fun, but you know what I mean, where people are setting their own goals and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it sounds like, and a, I'm really bad at those, but I think Aaron will fucking love this game. I was bad to say, Aaron will, <laughs> Aaron will love this game. Yeah, yeah. Because this is, I'm pretty sure that the, it's like Dwarf Fortress is the game that inspired games like RimWorld and yeah. things like that, where it's like, this game's great. Why is it not got graphics? I'm going to make something similar with graphics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that comes out December 6th. Um, excited for that one. You've then got the next news story this is kind of, I'm, I'm kind of surprised this hasn't happened already but this is Lionsgate have displayed interest in making a big triple A John Wick game did okay. you know there was already a John Wick game yes John Wick Fortnite? Hex John Wick oh. Hex yeah yeah I've played that it's not very good at least I didn't no, like it. It's not very good. I when, played that as well. When I think of a like making a John Wick game, all I can think of is making like a stylized like Max Payne. Game. Uh, you said you've said it before. You've taken the words right out of my mouth. When you think of something like this, you you point to Max Payne, right? You can't yeah. not. Yeah. Um. There was a game. I think it was like early PS3. It's called John Woo's Stranglehold. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was with also... the guy diving through the air with doves like, everywhere. Doves everywhere. Yeah, and it was like slow motion <laughs> diving downstairs. And yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. I, I don't think John Wick would be that extravagant, but that's another game that I look at where it's like you could perhaps look at things like that. Um, but yeah, I th- I think I'm surprised there's not been something something already. Like John Wick's not exactly a small property. It's just like. Are we kind of at the point where triple A games based on movies don't really exist anymore? Yeah, and it's like it's it'd just be like a one man army kind of game, right? Yeah. And we we have had a lot of those throughout time. Yeah. <laughs> I was... That yeah, it's I guess in some ways, yeah, Sam's right. It's kind of like what do you even unless you go super weird with it like John Wick Hex did, what do you even do? With with a John Wick game, apart from just guy runs into a room and shoots everyone, like again, just... like you could boil it down to if it, if it didn't take a comedy route or anything like that, it would just be a really serious GTA, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I I think yeah. you I think you literally just copy Max Payne three. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's like a linear ten hour long. Uh. John Wick game that plays like Max Payne 3, it's canon because that gets people excited, you go like, it, it's real, it's happened between movie 2 and 3 or some shit and it's, just, and it's just like a solid third person shooter, I think it, it just it, it feels, I know like, I yes, but like you just sort of described every kind of movie tie-in game from the 360 era yeah, the PS2, three, you know what I mean. Where it's like yeah. it's ten hours long and it's fine, I guess. But that's what I mean. It's like John Wick, but like, but, like but but what if it wasn't fine? What if it played and <laughs> oh, looked yeah, really yeah. good? Like I think yeah. there's what else you have. Like um, do you remember Splinter Cell Conviction? Yes. Wait, where, which one was that? It was the one where Sam Fisher isn't like 
stealthing upside down on ceilings anymore. He's like kind of a bit of a grizzled man. And think, you take cover. That's the one I like, really liked. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a good game. Let me have a quick look. There's so many. There's been so many of them. Yes, this is the one I played. Yeah, yeah. With the really cool co-op mode. Yeah, there was there was that one, and there was another one as well. Um, that came after this, but they were kind of like I could see them doing something like this. Uh, what's as conviction black blacklist? Need to sell black? No, that's not one thing enough. No, double agent was af uh conviction, then double agent, then blacklist. Am I insane? No, double agent. Then oh wow, okay, double agent conviction. <laughs> blacklist. Maybe conviction's the one where he gets a big beard. Then even though it's not on the box art, there's one where he's like all grizzled and he's like, I'm damn for sure. <laughs> but this game was good. But, but do you think we? I, mean... I, I hate to say this, but do you think we need like a? No, of course not. A generic game like right now, like I feel like we're inundated with these like types of games. It's we don't get movie tie-in games. Well, not that not, often not a movie tie-in, but like you know, like the sort of like to me, I always associate like Just Cause, Max Payne, all of them are kind of like blurred together. And I'm like, we've already got very. You well just named two. two games that haven't had a new entry in years. Max Payne Three is old. What, what, what's the one? There, there's an Ubisoft one that's um came out recently as well, right? A Ubisoft one that came out. They only make Assassin's Creed. With, no, with um. Uh, Chicken Man from Breaking Bad. Far Cry Six. Far Cry as well. Yeah. I, oh I, right. I, I those games like all kind of blur together for me. So I'm like, no, Far Cry is a completely different. Far Cry, yes. Yeah. Open, open world first person. Max Payne is linear third person. It's also like Max Payne Three has I, the whole Rockstar yeah. storytelling behind it. I sort of see what he's saying because it. It was around the time of that like hero. Ubisoft game where you could almost see yeah when Splinter Cell it, it is kind of like Far Cry but linear. I kind yeah, of sort of I, see yeah. where you're coming from. If anything, if anything, Steve's opinion is probably the most important as someone that doesn't know about these games. Oh, I agree with that. <laughs> but yeah, it's all like like white action hero goes and just kills everyone in like usually a jungle or you know a foreign setting that's that would be my it's like the john wick movies are great because it's really well choreographed it's just a series of really well choreographed action scenes right and i'm i'm not john wick so what's it gonna be when my guy just like trips over his feet and gets blasted by a shotgun you know it's like <laughs> yeah that doesn't feel very john wick <laughs> i know what you mean yeah yeah well it's like like i said the whole story is the fact that they're fiddling with it it might just go mm. absolutely nowhere um yeah they're definitely yeah. doing a new movie oh no it's john wick hanks um they're definitely doing <laughs> chapter four movie we'll see but it's like it's, i think the reason you don't see these movie games anymore is just because games are so expensive to make, and they also demand a certain level of quality. Well, to, also, to not just be movie shit. games have a have a reputation of being shit. I think that's I was... old. I think that's old. I think yeah. it's been long enough now that what's games new, are too expensive the... to just be shit. Yes. What's yes. a really good like movie game tie-in that's been about then recently? We well, don't. I can't think of one because they haven't. They don't make any. They don't make them. Yeah. Yes. So I, I don't. I don't think we need like a. Triple A John Wick game, but if they do it and they do it well, yeah, 
I think the big issue is a film doesn't have enough story content to normally fill out a game's length. Yeah. You gotta pad a John Wick story to be like 10 hours long now. I don't know about that. Because, like, I feel like the job of a movie would be to get people interested in the world, and then the job of the game would be to flesh out that world. But but then it's a bit like, would you say Shadows of Mordor is a movie tie-in game sort of thing? Like, it's it's in the world, but in universe, totally separate. No, no more. Shadows of Mordor is a very good example of a video game from a movie done well. Yeah, but that's like incredible. That, to me, that's more the universe rather than a, a movie tie-in game. I always figure it is like would be Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, the video game, which I did actually enjoy. Um, but like Shadow of Mordor, so muddled. Yeah, totally I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull this, I'm gonna pull this back a little bit and throw out another sort of you know pro for why I think this could be good is not an hour ago. I was talking about how I would love something like that COD campaign, but separately for like twenty quid. And there's nothing it here that says there's not triple A game twenty pound. Are you off your rocker? <laughs> or it depends. It can be triple A in quality and not have uh, you know like triple A in price, my friend. Yeah. I also think Keanu's yeah, got sorry, around Josh, too much in video just, games as well. Happen, mate. I just that's what that's what I would want. Like, don't have to, you don't have to juggle shit like. Weird multiplayer live service. Don't worry about any of that. Just make like a yeah. solid thirty quid. No, it, John no, no campaign. You, They have to pay Keanu somehow. It would be sixty quid, maybe seventy. Uh, he's Keanu Reeves. He'd do it out of the kindness of his heart. No, but he, he's, yeah. he's busy now, though. He's well, busy. Just, he's... just four grand, right, just for a couple of lines. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. That's, that's pretty. That's, that's, a good that's really good. Uh, I'm gonna go on from that. There are a few more stories that we did have. Um, I'm not going to rush them. Instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you headlines and I'll put them in the sources. We've got to start wrapping this up, unfortunately. Um, Halo Infinite launch was like a runner tripping and falling at the finish line, the Xbox Xbox boss says, which this whole story is just another conversation about, yeah, the fuck is going on with Halo, basically. Halo Halo (laughs) Infinite was like a man with cinder blocks tied to his feet being thrown off a bridge. (laughs) Yeah, and then saying good luck and legitimately thinking he's going to make it. Why did he sink? <laughs> and it's, that- I'm really annoyed that once again <laughs> Microsoft is doing the apology tour where they've released another shitty Halo game and they're like, okay, it was rough, but we've learned our lessons. And it's like, it's the fourth time yeah. you've done this. Just stop. Just put, <laughs> what are you doing? Just put 343 in the bin for fuck's sake. <laughs> uh, that, was, that was that one. The last two were PlayStation related. You have PSVR 2 uh, got a launch. Day is coming out February for five fifty dollars. I imagine that's probably that's like too much. That's like five hundred quid, if not five fifty quid these days. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dollar like one dollar equals one pound. These, I like when Josh reads these stories because it's kind of like he's high fiving himself as the only one with a PS Five here, the only one who is <laughs> even going to think about buying VR. It's crazy how this is more expensive than the PS Five itself, right? And also, so there's price, no backlog. There's no backlog of games like. You have to buy VR two games. You can't use your VR one as well. It's literally. It's just like, does it work on PC? No, I don't care. No, nope. I don't care. Yeah, and I, I think they've confirmed that now, right? That is. Yeah, they, I think they've confirmed. Doesn't work on PC. Doesn't yep. can't play PS one games. Or do not the Christian yeah. one. You would do limit not, it do not to care. just PS five. Do not care. That seems insane. Uh, that was that one, and then the last little one was PlayStation Plus loses a shitload of subs since its relaunch. I think <laughs> legitimately because the games have not been. 
great. Yeah, and plus also you're going up against Xbox. You needed to come out the the park swinging, you know. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. So is this? I, I don't think Xbox has come out incredibly strong, have they? No, no, but like Xbox Game yeah. Pass. Sorry, comparing that system. To yeah, so Xbox, Xbox Live yeah, and Game Pass is now the same thing, whereas PlayStation Plus is the same. It's like your online play tied in with here's some games that we give you. Right, but Sam's saying it's two sides of the same coin, where Microsoft is putting everything on Game Pass, but they don't have anything, and PlayStation Plus is not putting their good stuff on Game Pass. Oh yeah, and yeah, both yeah. of them kind of end up being like a we got really good indies. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I think if they want, if hey, if they want those two million subs back, just say God of War Ragnarok is going to be literally, yeah. Not even that. At this point, it's been it's been long enough to just say Horizon. Just put Horizon on it, the new one. Horizon, yeah, Horizon, go on there. Put it on the most expensive tier. What like fifteen quid a month? Play Horizon, yeah. I I I think even the tiers are it's confusing confusing and and it's annoying as well. It's like just have one tier. Also, there is an unfortunate conversation I think that needs to be had of people right now. And it's been happening for a while. Have to be even more like penny pinching. We're on the brink of a recession. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like yeah. We were saying yeah. this. I think on is on either Will or Steve stream. We're talking about about how unfortunately, in terms of recession and when economies get bad and stuff, subscription services and non-essential stuff are the first things to go. So you, you know, yeah, yeah, we would yeah. talk about Patreons, weren't we? Yeah. Um. You know, when it's like food, heating, clothing, stuff like that. <laughs> unfortunately you know netflix is gonna go first or yeah playstation yeah. plus whatever um but that's a whole other economy discussion <laughs> mm, yeah yeah, yeah we, well we got nine minutes left yeah, yeah let's yeah. get into that let's get into the uk <laughs> economy right now i do think that is playing a part but yeah so that's, yeah. Uh, that's a deep yeah. conversation yeah. to have <laughs> uh but yeah like i said if you want to read these full um articles they will be in the description of the youtube video on Tuesday. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's it for the week. Should we do some upcoming stuff, Steve? Yeah. So today, a bunch of stuff came out that is indie. Um, I've limited it somewhat. So we, first of all, we've got Astro Colony, which looked a bit like Satisfactory or Factorio to me. Okay. Um, I thought, it's not my type of game, but I thought you guys generally like those sorts of... Uh, Build up factories, oh, make them mate, work. I ain't, got, and... I ain't got time for this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is oh, yeah. that a conveyor belt though? Mm, you got, I love me some conveyor belts. Like, yeah, this is satisfactory. Yeah, but, but it's like in space and stuff. Soulstone Survivors, which uh, is a roguelike. It looks like Rick mentioned it in chat. Um, it it looks pretty in depth. Maybe it's kind of Binding of Isaac Key as well. Not yeah. really Binding of Isaac Key, but it looked pretty in, interesting. Um, and then on the eighth tomorrow we have Sonic Frontiers. Oh no! <laughs> Which apparently <laughs> reviews are mixed to poor for this one. Oh, I told everyone that it might be good though. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> did. Why did I do that? Was that? So funny. Why did uh, I do that? Um, also, tomorrow is, you don't need to bring this up one, but it's Vermintide DLC that we'll get for free. And if you are watching live, today is the last day to claim Vermintide 2 for free on Steam. So just go to Steam, go to Vermintide 2, click claim game and it's yours. And then you've got DLC for it tomorrow for okay. free. Yeah. Um, on the 9th, we have God of War Ragnarok. God of War. On, 
PS5 and PS4. Oh, hell yeah. I cannot wait for that. <laughs> On the 10th, we have uh, Paragon, the Overprime, which is Paragon's the game <laughs> relaunching. That's not real. Oh, you weren't joking? That is actually coming back. That's coming it's back. Not, yeah. It's not real. Coming it, Release date coming soon. You no, know, no, but I googled it and it says the 10th. So. But yeah, this this game is coming back. And then on the 11th, we've got two big Square Enix titles coming out, being Tactics Ogre Reborn, um, which is like the Final Fantasy Tactics style of game. Uh, they've been marketing this heavily. Yeah. And uh, the other one is Valkyrie Elysium is also coming out that oh, day okay. as well. Which they haven't been marketing as heavily, but... All yeah. these games, I just don't have time to play. I don't really... I'm not big into... <laughs> these ones to be honest so i'm like i love uh like tactics games so tactics ogre reborn does look like it would be my sort of game i get i just don't have the time yeah and it's also probably like a big budget square in this game so it's probably going to be expensive god of war is the one that i'm looking at yeah and then the week oh, i can't wait for the week after though we've got some big save it save it save it it's gonna be a good week that following week yeah okay we'll so come back next week Come back every week, forever. We'll be here. Why aren't you here? People listening. <laughs> now, should we all wrap this up then? And we'll call it a night. I'm gonna have yes. to actually. I'm gonna have to actually edit the podcast now with that little bit at the end. <laughs> this is the first time I have to actually. It was fine. You don't start your nine to five till next week. You got loads of time. Yeah. All right. We'll uh, we'll call it there. Then. Thank you for listening, everybody. That's us done for the evening. So we're gonna do our socials and then we can get out of here. So uh, as always. My name is Josh. I go by Bottler Works on everything. Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, bits and bobs like that. I do have, um, if you're into it, I've got a new hunt video coming out tomorrow on my main YouTube. So check that out. That'll be good. Um, but yeah, what about you, Will? Hello, my name is Will. You know where to find me. I don't have anything coming out, so... Lazy bastards. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> and Steve? Hi, I'm Steve. You can find me at Quick Quicks at everywhere. There's no C in my name. And Sam. Hi, I'm Sam, and you can't <laughs> see me. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you later. Goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. 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 bye.